afternoon great night welcome to moments of mindset the podcast today i am once again joined by my brother a visionary a friend somebody who i lean and depend on and has done so much in my life to make this life amazing mr cyril jeff champion you're making me blush my brother you're making me blush well i mean these are the facts Anytime I can be on with you, man, I count that day a blessing. For I love sure, it. my brother. For I love sure. It. For I love sure. it. I love it. Man, so tell me, so tell me, man, how you feeling? I know last time we talked, man, you you know, you were just fresh off of the, the competition, man, and, and how how you feeling? Have you have you recalibrated? Tell me about it. Yeah, man, everything's good. You know, just kinda get back in the swing of things, still a little banged up, so I can't uh, really train at the pace that I want to, but man, you know how it is. Everything's everything's in a cycle and in the right time, so I gotta kind of build my body back after beating it up this last season pretty good so be back in the weight room more than i will on the mats just just at first you know kind of working on flexibility okay be proud of me i was doing my doing my yoga practice last night and this morning so i gotta get my gotta get my high high rock guru on (laughs) i dig it i dig it uh, yeah man just building back looking to looking to build a strong base again to uh kind of launch into this next year, ready to ready to compete and ready to get back in it. Yeah, I love it. I love it, man. You said something yeah. perfect in terms of building that foundation, and it's yeah, it's a it's an awesome segue into what's been really on my mind like all week long is purpose, finding a sense of purpose, and you know, it really it came from a lot of the books that I'm reading. Deepak Chopra's The Seven uh, Spiritual Laws of Success, and the last yes. one is Dharma and Purpose in Life. Yeah. And in reading that, man, I, I I'll just share my thoughts real quick. Is Every day we should have a goal, right? We should have goals, but have the goal of experiencing an elevated emotion along with your utilizing your unique talents and gifts while serving humanity. Like if we can if we can that's for me, that's my purpose is to do that like daily and and you know, through your through all the things that you are doing, like how did you find your purpose? Like what was was there one thing that just like ah smacked you in the face? Was it a coma of things? Like how did you get there? Because you yeah. you're you're a man living in purpose. Yeah, for me, um, I think it started with my childhood. You know, I kind of grew. I didn't grow up. You know, typical. I mean, what's really typical, right? But right. I kind of grew up in an environment that was uh, a little bit uh, rougher. Yeah. And so uh, I saw a lot of uh, people uh, abused. Myself, you know, I saw I saw people who were taken advantage of. People who were uh, defenseless and so my instinct to protect was developed at a very young age yeah and so uh that really kind of shaped my uh love for combat sports uh just based around me wanting to protect like i say that instinct to protect was real strong you know you see somebody defenseless and you just want to help them i remember being like four or five years old like man i'm gonna start crying (laughs) i saw i saw people being taken advantage of people being you know beaten you know victims of rape you know murder i saw i saw stuff that's not really normal so i was like man i wish i could help i wish i could help these people i couldn't even defend myself and i just just beat up mercilessly just i mean anybody who's a who's a real fighter and tells you that the you know they never caught a beating they're lying to you yeah man. the only way to really become good is to get those beatings man that's really the only way and that's kind of how life is yeah it's the resilient 
It's the resilient people who make it, man. It's not always the strongest, the smartest, the brightest. It's the people who don't quit, Mm. you know? So for me, it started boxing with my uncle OG Mike D. Mm. He brought me to Heights Boxing Gym when I was a kid. That's back when Lou Duva had his stable there, Vander Holyfield, all those guys would come through and train. And and he taught me how to box. And then I started kickboxing with Sausalese. And um, he told me about jiu-jitsu. He's since passed, but he's one of the best coaches and friends that I ever had. He said, man, you got to get into jiu-jitsu. I said, man, that's not for me. I just want to kick and punch people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just got into jiu-jitsu. And again, you know, it just kind of it's kind of lined with who I was, you know. Like, I, here's something I can do to kind of continue my love for combat sports, which was birthed in my, my desire to protect people and defend myself. Mm. And uh, I love it. I love teaching. I love sharing with people. Yeah. You know, I teach as many opportunities as I can. Yeah. And I love teaching and watching people that I've shown something execute those moves in competition. More, I love winning myself. Yeah. I love it, man. I love watching people um, do things that they didn't think that they could do or, or show them show them move they never think they'll get and they mm. execute on somebody at a high level. Man, it's just no better feeling knowing that you're helping somebody, number one, with their self-confidence. Yes. You're helping them with their proficiency. You're helping them with their uh, just life in general. You're making their life better. Yes. You know, this stress they might be taking from work, they let it out on the mats, they go home, they're a better <laughs> husband, better boyfriend, better wife, you know, better, better son, daughter. It's like, man, it's just, it's really, to me, uh, underestimated the significance of athletics and combat sports yes you know, doing something physically in this digital world we've kind of forgotten how important it is to express ourselves physically mm-hmm. you know where we've kind of i don't want to say it the right way we're kind of in a society where it's frowned upon to do things physically the way you and i grow up man you had a problem with somebody you fought became best friends after yeah it's a real funny story in high school uh we had a transfer to second baptist his name was tony mccorvey I remember Tony. Man, I thought I thought we was gonna go fist to cuffs the very first day. We ended up being lifelong friends. <laughs> it's like some of my best friends are friends I have real problems with. Donald and I fought all the time. John yeah. and I John John almost killed Donald and I with a knife one time. We were 13, 14. <laughs> <laughs> he was our brother. He's trying to kill us, you know? It's like, man, this is how we expressed ourselves. There was frustration, you took it out on the people that you loved and you got over it. Yeah. Now, it was never just, you know, it was never too out of hand. But man, it was there's something about using our physical bodies to let out that frustration, whether it's weightlifting, whether it's yoga, to get yourself more centered, whether it's, you know, uh, jujitsu, kickboxing, boxing, tai chi, you know, karate, like, you know, anything, taekwondo. Yeah. There's something about it, man. We're just so docile these days. We're so docile. You know, you wake up, a lot of people, you know, go to work, they spend eight hours in their cubicle, they go home, sit on the couch. Yeah. It's so depressing. Yeah. Such a depressing way to live. Just not for me. Yeah. And so I really, I find it jujitsu. It was, was very huge blessing in my life. Huge blessing in my life, man. Yeah. And, and you know, also like, you know, it speaks to that connection, right? Like if we are able to, we, we grew up connecting, like you said, via physical, whether it is finding that conflict resolution through, you know, maybe some slack boxing or, or exchanging a few fisticuffs yes. and rolling around a little bit. Yeah. Right. But we it's still, Rod, it's how we grew up. Yeah. It's how we, we are that last generation, though. Yeah. That's what we did. Yeah. We was, running, we was wrestling in the backyard in the grass. In the grass. It slap doesn't matter box. if you're rich, poor, white, black, blue, green. Didn't matter. Yeah. This is what, if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, it was completely normal. Yeah. Now it's like, oh, my God, call the cops. Man, it's just so strange how much of society is changing that aspect. Yeah. But there's something to be said about that. It's really beneficial. I really think it's good for our mental states to let to let that out physically, you know, to let that stuff out. Absolutely. Know? And it breeds that connection again, right? Because when you, you know, it's it's a, 
when you don't understand really how to communicate, kind of when we grew up, we didn't know how to really use words. We use physical. Now in such an age, we can blend and be a balance of both because when we use our words and then when we embrace and we're in the same proximity, that love and that energy can be felt and it's tangible. Who doesn't want to be touched? Like, you know what I mean? Who doesn't want to be touched? And it's like you said, we, it's, it's such a, um, there's so many hoops that you have to jump through to try to get to a conf- to a resolution and a solution nowadays, whereas we just would hash it out, talk it out. That's it. That's it. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. It took me, you know, I was not, you know, people would ask me when I was a kid. I didn't have a clue. I was like, I want to play ball, right? I want to play basketball. Mm-hmm. You know, I knew there was attributes that were holding me back physically, but, man, I was going to do my best, you know. And I obviously didn't accomplish that goal, but I was able to, to use my um, – my athletic ability in this in this avenue right like yeah. I'm, I'm not not bragging i'm just saying like man most people in their 40s they're thinking they're done with their athletic career me i feel like i'm just not hitting my prime yeah i compete against some guys who are i'm old enough to be their father and i do well mm-hmm. like you know i'm not i'm not winning everything as an adult but I'll, I'll still compete with these adults and feel feel good about myself right yeah. like it's it's really rare to have that most people think their life is over when you get a certain age Man, there's one thing I want to talk about for sure. It's it's Colonel Sanders. Okay, people think their dream is dead, right? I hit a certain age, my dream is dead. Yeah. Man, he didn't start KFC till he was 65 years old. Mm. He was making. He had 105 dollars on his Social Security check. Is how he started his business <laughs> out of a gas station, bro. Come on, man. That's what I'm saying. He was slinging chicken out of a gas station. Mm. He knew his purpose. 65 years old. Yeah. When he, in his early 40s, he started making chicken for travelers. People were traveling. Hmm. You know, he says, oh, man, I, I, wonder, I got this pressure cooker. I want to cook a fried chicken in this pressure cooker. Hmm. He's the one who revolu- revolutionized that. Yeah. Chick-fil-A wouldn't have had their process if not for Colonel Sanders. Yeah, you're absolutely now, right. Nobody was pressure, nobody's pressure frying fried chicken back then. Hmm. He's the first one to do it. Got his 11 herbs and spices. Hmm. <laughs> 65 years old, right? 65 years old. Yeah. There's 5,200 across the U.S. now, yeah. 15,000 over the world. It's never too late. Never. It's never too late. Never. If you find your passion, keep operating in it. Young people, I tell them now, I say, look, man, going to college is fantastic. That's what you want. You and I have talked about this before. Yeah. But more importantly, you got to pursue your passion because it's much easier to figure out how to make money doing something you love mm. than to try to love something you don't like to do. Hmm. Man, pursue your passion. That's what I love so much about jiu-jitsu is I can teach people and I'm looking at, to open up a school yes. hopefully sooner than later where I can then make money in my passion. Right? Absolutely. Now it's kind of like still my hobby. Yeah. But it's like, man, it's never too late. It's never too late. Never too late. Never too late. If an if a, if a old dude who loved to fry chicken at 65 years old had $105 from Social Security that he could start his business on. You can start your business, too. Come on. Everybody thinks you got to step right into being a millionaire. You don't have to step right into being a millionaire. You can take your $105 and plant that seed. But in our society, everybody eats their seed. That's what they do. Why? Because they want to keep up with Tom next door. Mm-hmm. But look at Bill over there. Bill got some fresh kicks. I need to get some, too. Mm. Oh, John's got a Mercedes. Let me get one. Man, we eat our seed every single day. We every eat our day. seed instead of planting. Plant it. it could be the smallest seed. could be a mustard seed. Man, if you know what a mustard tree looks like, Google that stuff, man. It's yeah. big from the tiniest seed. Yeah. It's like, man, but everybody wants it fast, fast, fast. Nobody wants to grind. Nobody wants to grind. Yeah. You got to. And think you got to, man. Th- think about how, ba- how, how – Dust yourself off. Get back to work. Yeah. How, think about how bamboo grows, right? Like I, the, 100%. You know, it takes, what, the first it. five years before? And then what happens? Boom. <laughs> that, that next year. Boom. 
You know, Tony Robbins says uh, something that I talk about a lot when, especially when it comes to purpose. People, a lot of people overestimate what they can do in one or two years and underestimate what they can do or five and ten. Grossly, 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 grossly. It takes some, it takes some, it takes some time. That's why you got to be rooted in your passion. But but it takes one break too. And guys give up. Mm -hmm. You know, it's so funny, man. It's that picture. I'm sure you've seen that drawing of the guy who's digging in the mine and he's like really close to hitting the gold and he gives up. It's like, oh man, he was so close to getting his dream. We don't know how close we are. We don't know. All it takes is one break. There's story after story after story. It just takes one break, man. But like you're doing. That's why I love the story about my friend Wes Watson I was talking about him last week. Yeah. He was locked up, man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He He was doing a 10 year bid. He came out, he didn't even know how to use a smartphone. Mm. He came out with nothing, the money that he made when he was in jail to start his online business coaching. Yeah. He just he just hit the, uh, I think they call it the Double Comma Club. Yeah. A dollars in, in, uh, in sales on that one dude's site. I don't remember the name of it. Yeah, yeah. A million dollars generated, man. Yeah. A million dollars, man. <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> it's, yeah. He was eating out of plastic bowls, bro, like canned chicken. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, man, we, we just we just want it now. We want it now. I want to be a millionaire tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and I'm going to tell you what else comes into play, too. Mm. It's like the spot I'm in. I got a fantastic job. It's called Golden Handcuffs. Mm. You don't want to give it up. Yeah. You don't want to give it up. But I guarantee you, when the time is right, I'm going to do it, man. I'm going to take that chump. I'm going to practice what I preach, man. Of course. Listen, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm going to force you to. I'm going to force yeah. you to and hold you accountable. Oh, I'm in. We already I'm had in. that conversation. You know what I mean? Like we're, we're we're creating. Like you said, you're in your, you know, being in your prime or out of your physical prime. You're in your prime of creating because you're loving the teaching aspect. Yeah. You're loving what your purpose was for protecting people, and now you're going to create a school, not just one, but multiple, right. to That's do right. the same like exact that. thing. Yeah, man. I received it. Hey, right, man, those words are wise. I received it, man. Hey, my friend Chez told me the other day, because we were talking about basketball, and I was like, man, I wish we had played in our prime. And then we had a conversation. Man. He said, no, we're in our prime now. Look at what we're hey. doing now. Look at what I'm doing now for Hunter to be able to spread that seed of love for basketball and sport and everything positive that it gave for me on him. And so now when he goes into workouts, he's smiling. He's ready to work. Because he has a love and a purpose for expressing himself. That's right. You know, That's and right. for me to be able to have that purpose to 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 spread in love, like it just grows from there. My foundation in that is strong, and that's why I challenge everybody to you have to stop and find your purpose. I know we talk about mindset, habits, routines, action plans to get the success and abundance and all that, but if you don't know the purpose, you it's yeah. not sustainable. You might be a flash in the pan, but it's not sustainable. That's it, man. Well, yeah. here's why I think that happens too. It's like if I know I'm operating something that's my passion, and you know, a lot of times your passion and your purpose are going to line up. Obviously, mm. it's like, man, I'm going to grind a little bit harder. Why? Because yeah. it ain't work to me. Right. I could be on these mats all night long. Yeah. It's not work to me. My patience is long when it comes to that. Yes. When I'm doing reports at work, my patience is short. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but put me on a jujitsu man and say, hey. Hey, Jay, look, man, run up some stuff, man. Somebody got you right here. Check this, this, this. Next, you know, two hours is going by. Yeah. Right? You may only be able to execute three moves, but you know what? You got those three moves for life now. Boom. Right? 
they're not going nowhere. Yeah. So it's like, man, you got to operate in that passion because that's what's going to help drive you. If it's something you hate to do, it's going to be really, really hard to get the motivation to continue doing it. Yes, mm-hmm. you can do it. Yes, we have to exercise self-discipline, but that's not what I'm talking about. Mm-mm. I'm talking about day-to-day activities. Yes. Make sure you're operating in your passion because that's what you were gifted in. That's what you, what I believe, and I know what you believe, mm-hmm. that's what we're born here to do. That's what our purpose is. Mm-hmm. What is different about us and somebody else's? This yes. is it. That's it. it. That's your purpose. That's your passion. Pursue it. Pursue it. it. You know, it's so funny, man. My friend Brian Cushing, he was a play for the Texans. He was on a podcast the other day. He said uh, it was fantastic. I'll listen to it. I'll send you the link. Yeah, Yeah, man. He he says, man, he's like, I worked every single day to see my name and number on that locker Uh because it's literally millions of people who want that, want that spot. Yeah. He said they want that locker. They want their name and number on that locker. Mm-hmm. That's mine, though. I'm going a, I'm to a grind for it every mm-hmm. single day. Dang. And when he said that, I was like, man, he's talking about protecting his dream. Yeah. I was like, wow. When he was a young boy, he was talking about how, how when he was a young boy, he knew he wanted to be a pro football player. That was it. Yeah. That was it. Nothing was going to stop him from being a pro football player. Mm. And, man, literally, I got the vision of him sitting in the locker room thinking about this dream is accomplished, but it's not over. Right. Because there's lots of people who make the league and wash out in one year. One lots year. of people make the wash out in two or three years. Uh-huh. But man, to have a storied career, you have to have that mindset every single day. He every said, there's day. nothing I wouldn't do to keep, to keep my dream alive. Mm-hmm. Nothing I wouldn't do. Man, it's just, mm. it's just like, boom, right there. I felt it. Yeah. I felt it. And I posted a video the other day. I don't know if you saw it. It was uh, Dion Primetime. He said, man, everybody these days wants to practice and get it done and out the door. He said, I practice to be the greatest of all time. Mm. Every single practice I went to, I wasn't looking at the clock. I wasn't taking these in my partner. I was practicing to be the greatest of all time. It's that mentality, yeah, man. Yeah. doesn't matter if it's in business. doesn't matter if it's in your personal life and relationships. You have to have that mentality. Yes. I'm doing this to be the best, or why do it at all? Yeah. You know, because like they say, the way you do something is the way you do everything. Mm-hmm. Like the way you do this one thing is how you're going to do everything, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it, man. Like you, you, you know, I and you allow me the space, and we grow, so I can, I can just throw a little carrot out there, and you'll take it through the whole entire garden and plant, and we'll have so many different fruits and vegetables and trees. You know what I mean? And, and the, man, I get up on no, 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 no. I love it. I love it because you're as passionate as I. So when I'm doing it, it's you. They hear my passion, but like we're aligned in that. So I love. That being able to do that—that's what I was saying. I love being able to just yeah. hey and let you express and share, man. I love it because we we're cut from the same spool. That's right. Yes. That's right. So that's what that's I, right. I love it. Like I don't, I don't. It just <laughs> hey, stir the pot. You stir in the pot. You cooking, and I sprinkle a little bit. You know what I mean? I facilitate my guide. I love it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's so funny. I didn't really have any. I like you know. What's funny is I don't know if the listeners know that you and I don't collaborate at all. Mm-hmm. We don't even like a lot of times don't even give each other a topic, and it's just when things flow like that, man. You talk about flow state. Like we didn't. I just coming off a crazy meeting. Yeah. Like I got a million things to do, but man, when we get on this, when you cut the mic on and say it's time to go, it just it just comes out, man. Yeah, it's something I feel like the Lord has gifted you and I with. Yes, and it's like it's so nice to be able to share that with your listeners, and I'm so grateful for every single person. If you're one person listens to the podcast, I'm so grateful for them. Because they're taking their valuable time, their most valuable commodity in the entire world that they'll never get enough of is time. Yes. And they're listening to us. So hopefully we're sewing in their lives and hopefully they're enjoying what we're saying. Yeah. And uh, you guys, please feel free to give us some feedback. I'd love to hear it. Anything constructive will be greatly uh, greatly appreciated for sure. Appreciate it. Absolutely, man. My friend Chaz told me this yesterday when we were talking. He said, man, 
it, it almost sounds rehearsed. And I said, man, I do the mental, <laughs> I do the mental rehearsal and the obsession, and I visualize in my passion talking, talking conversations, and that's why it flows so naturally. Like you said, the flow state is easy for us to get into because we're passionate about what we do. We're passionate about our purpose of loving, helping, protecting, serving with our unique gifts and talents, and creating that elevated emotion. I could feel it when you told earlier about teaching the kids. I smiled because I know that feeling of when you teach a kid something, and they get it, and their whole physiology changes. Like, oh my god! And yeah. you help facilitate that, man. So it's very gratifying. It's yes. very gratifying. Yes, it's a, it's a feeling that's hard to express. Yeah, and I recommend everybody do that. No matter, you know, th- there's something we can do to make a difference in everybody's lives. So you just got to figure out what that thing is. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be monetary. Yeah, could be just telling them thank you. Hey, I'm thinking about you. My my buddy Tex, uh, he's a world class competitor. He uh, he injured his back. A while back, and I was thinking about this morning. Man, I just shot him a message. Hey, text. I'm thinking about you, but just see how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. See how your back is. He's like, man, it's still bothering me, but I really appreciate you asking. And just gave me a little update of what's what's going on uh, with his with his uh, prognosis. Yeah. And uh, you know, just stuff like that makes a difference. Absolutely. You know, John, my good, one of my best friends, Johnny McGowan, mm. he told me that uh, Pastor John Osteen, who's Pastor Joe's dad, he said, if somebody ever costs you mind, call him. Yes. He said, because you don't know why the Lord put them on your mind, but you should call them. Come on. So, man, I do that all the time. Johnny does that for me. I do that for mm-hmm. him. I send voice messages out when I'm thinking about somebody. Hey, look, just think about you. See how you're doing. Yeah. Man, it makes a difference in people's lives, man. Huge difference. It takes very, very little time, but makes a huge impact. Yeah, and it's free. Like I said, man, time is, that's it. Time is our most valuable commodity. If we're spending the time to think about somebody, man, that's important. Yeah. Makes them feel important. Makes them feel loved. And you don't know, like in this day and age, who's really hurting and who's really not. You mm-hmm. know, a lot of times uh, those of us are hurting and we don't want to talk about it. You know, we want to make sure our public image is where it needs to be. But mm-hmm. we all are hurting or are hurting at mm-hmm. some point. Everybody. Mm-hmm. Nobody's exempt from that. Right. So, man, just spread more love and spread more encouragement amongst the people we care about is very, very important. Yeah, it's tantamount, man. It's that, like you said, time, that's that precious gift that we, once we give it, we can never get it back. So we honor that, man. So, yeah, we thank you. Nope. Not a single man on a deathbed said, oh, my gosh, I wish I had more money. Right. Nobody (laughs) says, oh, my gosh, I wish I had another car. Yeah. I wish I had some new J's or I wish I had a bigger piece of chain. Nobody says that, bro. Give me Everybody one more second. One more minute. Yeah, if I could just have some more time. One more hour. If I could just have some more time. Yeah. It's like, man, we just we think life's gonna go on forever, but it's not, man. It's not. It's not. We gotta love those, you know, love those that are around us and that surround us, and and act like it's the last day because it damn sure, it damn sure could, it could be. be. You know? It could be love as hard as as hard as we can, man. And you know, like Jeff said, share, share, follow, give feedback. That's the only way that these seeds of love and being a beacon of light is going to spread around the entire universe. Every single day, in each way, individually, we contribute. You have the choice to contribute to the betterment of humanity. I know it's my obsession. I know it's Jeff's obsession. That's why every week we do this as brothers as love. We come together so we can share together. And that's synergy, love man. I, I love you, Jeff. Love you so much, my brother. Yeah, love man. You. Appreciate you. I thank God for what you're doing, man. I think you're gonna reach a lot of people, Rod. I really oh, think you're gonna you. make a difference in a lot of people's lives, and I'm happy to be a, a tiny part of it on these. Man, you're a huge part. We get to have weekly, my brother. Absolutely, man. And I don't have anything else other to say. You left us with that. Say, give it. Leave us. Leave us. Leave us with the final word, man. I'm gonna let you send it off. Man, just follow peace in your life. Follow peace in your life. I mean, so much, so much of our days, you know, we just, 
there's so much angst and so much anxiousness. Man, just be peaceful. Follow yeah. a peaceful situation. Stop for a second. Breathe. And uh, just relax. Everything's going to work out. We're all going to be okay. Yeah, man. I love it. I love you, brother. I love you more, man. Right, have a good one. OM Gratefulness, what a gift. Thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode of Moments of Mindset, the podcast. What I need you to do is I need you to go support my best friend, my brother, in his amazing combat apparel. Go to Cruise Combat, C-R-U-Z-C-M-B-T.com forward slash athletes with an S. There are two special edition Cyril Jeff shirts Select one, select them both, buy them for yourself, buy them for a friend. On your checkout, use the promo code CJ10. We have to support our friends. We have to support the companies out there that are bringing value and bringing love and wanting to make this world a much better place. Support and celebrate this world champion, my friend, Cyril Jeff Smith. You can find him at T-H-E-C-Y-R-I-L.com, thecyril.com. Thank you for locking arms with me. I love you all. Have an amazing day.